Welcome, Sacramento soccer fans, to another edition of the State of the Republic podcast. We're really happy today. We finally got the USLW schedules announced. So Stockton Cargo, California Storm, Academica, we can now look at their games, figure out what games we can actually go to. And there's good news. There's actually a game that falls on the same day as a Sac Republic game. So you could actually catch both games. So we'll be talking about that shortly here and also about a increase in pricing that will be affecting all of us attending Sac Republic games this season, as well as USL Unsolved Mysteries. So we're going to have that awesome music and Jared's really cool intro. We'll be making a comeback in this episode. Don't worry, y'all. You're going to be hearing that much more this season. So let's go ahead and get started. Introducing first, El Grove's favorite, Sharon. Welcome. How's it going? Hey, going okay. It's uh, it's okay today. Um, got a little bit to talk about. Kick it over to Jared. Well, we're getting ready to batten down the hatches here in Maricopa County. We've got us a, a high wind advisory starting tomorrow. So other other than that, uh, and making sure that n- none of us fly off anywhere, doing pretty oh good here. Oh, my God. You reminded me. We, we are sending the wind that we had today. We're sending it to you. So... That was the one thing that was a thing today with, you know, those trees with the dingle balls. Oh, shouldn't have said that. You know, those little spiny balls that when you step on them with your feet, it's worse than a Lego. Well, I have one of those trees and the wind was blowing directly all of them straight into my yard, into my pool. So now I have those spiny balls everywhere. I was just wondering when they were be coming down. So you can have the freaking wind. I'm going to be careful walking outside because they hurt. Sounds a bit painful, isn't it? <laughs> oh, worse than a Lego. But, but yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to going over a lot of these uh, USLW schedules. And also, we there's a mention of the USL2 schedule for academic as well, because let's remember, they are playing a both USLW league and USL2 league. So yeah, d- double your value for your money there. <laughs> and then we get to tease out um, our live show, which unfortunately I'm going to be busy for. Darn it! Urgh. You can always be in the comments, like I always say, though. So if you, I can't. Stick- I'm going to be at dinner with you know three other gal pals. <sighs> if, if you happen to go to the bathroom, that's a good place to okay. leave a quick comment. No. <laughs> yes, and if I have Wi-Fi, I mean, if I have internet, come on. What's the word I want? Three bars. Come on. What is the word I'm looking for? What is it? If I have connection. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. The acoustics are going to be terrible, though. <laughs> it's going to be a little echoey. You'll hear water. <laughs> it wasn't me. It wasn't me. That plop. It wasn't me. It <laughs> was speedy. <laughs> it was speedy. The Alka-Seltzer boy all along. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Louie. <laughs> I think as long as you don't have a phone that has 4G that runs on the cricket platform, oh. you'll be good. I'll be good. Oh dear me. Okay. Oh, I gotta mute well. myself because uh I have a cat that's gonna be using the cat box here in a second and I'm gonna get that's all good because your past self already recorded the introduction to Golals of Gratitude. So Sharon, could you introduce us the next segment? And now, one of my favorite segments, Glosses of Gratitude, where each of our hosts takes a minute to reflect and express gratitude to people, situations, or events that have touched them. Anyhow, let's go. Let's hear some Glosses of Gratitude. Well, and then I might as well just go ahead and kick off Glosses of Gratitude for y'all. So, my Glosses of Gratitude come from... Everyone who has citrus trees right now, because I have been the benefactor of ruby grapefruits, of oranges. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you, neighbors across the street. And uh, I think uh, I have another neighbor that I'll be gathering citrus from. So that is kind of it. That and uh, Jake, my um, account representative there at Sac Republic, who gave me a wonderful response to several questions that I had for him including whether my VIP, I have one VIP ticket, right? To whether it included parking again this year. And guess what? It does. So I never have to worry about 
parking like everybody else. We'll be talking about that a little bit later. So that is Michael Laws of Gratitude. You know, plus it's really nice to see you guys again. Jared, what about you? Yeah, I got to agree as far as having uh, citrus neighbors. Uh, I've got, uh, got one next door, Kathy, that's every so often, you know, if there's a, a plethora of oranges, you know, she lets us know, swing by with a basket. But uh, yeah, I've definitely got a few glasses of gratitude. First of all, glasses of gratitude, and this is this is rare, but of course, given that it's preseason, I, uh, I turn a blind eye to it, but Glasses of gratitude out to my account manager with Phoenix Rising FC, who had sent me an email advising that tickets were going on pre-sale. So I was able to secure my ticket for Section 107 when Republic FC comes to the desert and finally play in Phoenix for once in late August. So that ticket's already taken care of, although I am halfway tempted to to hit them up again for tickets against uh, Colorado Springs. Uh, in late July, early August, whichever the match is. So we'll see on that. And then also big glosses of gratitude to the uh, hardworking fulfillment staff with Stockton Cargo SC, California Storm. And I just got word that my shipping from Academic SC has just shipped out as well. So thank all, all of y'all for working so hard and getting stuff out to me. In fact, on the, on the topic of the W League schedule... I got a mail call, so I already have my scarf, and of course I also have have my shirt as well. Oddly enough, arrives on the same day as the schedule release. How do you time that so perfectly? Stockton Cargo, Lee Nevis, etc. Pretty sneaky Lee. Sneaky Lee. <laughs> and then uh, one, one last uh, glasses of gratitude. I'm along with. Yeah, you know, chatting with with y'all with y'all again. I mean, not only Sharon and Luis, but with uh, our all of our listeners once again. It's just always so great. Uh, my last uh, glass of gratitude this week is going to go out to uh, my manager once again, who is so cool to allow me to work uh, half a day tomorrow because later in that same day is going to be AEW wrestling, and I may. If they'll let me, if I can get, get away with it, maybe bring the indomitable towel because this is going to be televised on TBS later that same evening. So it's AEW uh, Dynamite and AEW Rampage for those uh, that also watch uh, out in the uh, Republic world. Luis, what are yours? Before Luis goes in, I don't watch wrestling, but I did forget. And Jared, you, me, and Luis, we were dependent on some folks who went to the Monterey match over the weekend. We were dependent Ooh. on their commentary and their updates all throughout and some of their snide remarks, which were the absolute <laughs> best, um, you know, all, all things included, you know, it was Tina and Mike and Chris and I forget who else went, but it was just absolutely lovely having the running commentary and then all of our our queries to them. It's like, well, who did this and what did that and how do you do and it's 30 minutes late. Okay, what's going on? Team bus was late. I mean, it was just like, <laughs> it was it was almost like kind of having a friend in your ear talking to him the whole entire time. That was nice. I got to give props to them. I know, Luis, you were probably going to do that, but. That's no, true. Uh, all good. I'm glad that you mentioned that as well. I mean, we really appreciate anytime anyone goes to a game, especially when it's away, right? And gives us all those insights. You know, we, we've had people in the past year and. If anyone listening either goes to an away match that we're not at or maybe know someone who goes to an away match, like, please invite them on here. It would be really great to hear their perspective on the game, especially as watching it live and their experience at the stadium. We always like to highlight different away venues and what they offer and what it's like, how much is parking. <laughs> I got to throw that one in there, too, as well. <laughs> is it free? Maybe. <laughs> But yeah, so shout, shout out to them for giving us those updates as well. Well, I have two gloves of gratitude. First one is going to go out to one of our loyal listeners who's been listening since we started this show, Andrew Shannon. Thank you so much for making that post that you did the other day. And I shared it with Sharon and Jared here. And it's really phenomenal. I mean, it's some of these comments that we get make our day, inspire us to continue to record episodes and all that. And it's easy for us to just see the number grow and see more listens grow throughout time. But 
when you get that one message come through from a listener, it really means the world to us. And it really helps us grow the show more because you're also tagging the page and you're sharing it with your friends as well. So thank you so much for your uh, kind words. We, we really appreciate that. Also, another one goes out to the USLW for dropping the schedule today. I mean, we've been waiting for this for like two, three months, right? <laughs> and the fact that we now have it, I've been looking at my calendar, trying to figure out what games I can go to, what games uh, some of us, maybe us three could potentially go to, and some that land on the same day as a Sac Republic game, which there's one that just works out so perfect that I hope nothing else happens that changes my plans that day because I'm watching two soccer games and I hope that's what ends up happening. So shout out to them for doing that today. All right. Well, speaking of USLW, let's go ahead and talk about our three favorite teams, Stockton Cargo, Cal Storm, and Academica. What's their schedule look like? We know the Stockton Cargo is in their first season, so we're going to go ahead and start off with them. Their home opener is on May 6th at 1 p.m. against Oakland Soul, which for those of you who don't know, that's uh, Oakland Roots women's team. It's really cool that they have their women's team. Hopefully, Sac Republic can someday have their own women's team at, on USLW. Maybe that might be Cal Storm, but I'm not sure if uh, they can make that happen, but it would be nice. So should be a great one. Their schedule is going to go from May to July. So check out the games. I mean, I know it's summertime, but what we can be guaranteed of is that we're going to be seeing games with no weather delay, right? It might be really hot, but I'm sure they're going to have hydration breaks. And so Stockton will be having games on the 6th. On the 13th, they'll be playing against Marine FC. On the 20th, they will be playing against Academica at home. That's one game that I hope I'm able to go to. It's going to be at 4 p.m. And it surely will be a good game because if y'all have seen the live shows, you've seen what Lee and Michael's interactions have been like. And I wouldn't be surprised if there's a trophy on the line there. <laughs> if they come up with something, it's really awesome to see all the banter that they have going back and forth. And that, that's sure to be a 209 rivalry. And I don't really know who I'm going to be supporting. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be having a hard time with this one because they're both here in my area. So who do I even support? I mean, who are you guys going to be supporting when we're going to have some of our teams playing against each other? And it's just, it's just like parents, you know, they of, of multiple kids and you, you, you can't really set any one of them as your favorite. You, you love them all. And, <laughs> and really that's, that's how I feel about uh, Stockton Cargo, California Storm and Academica SC. I mean, yeah, you do want to see them compete, but against each other, it's just I it's 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 difficult. I mean, that's 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 the best way I, I can put it. Uh, but uh, the the one thing with the uh, W League schedule is because all three of these teams are in the NorCal division with so many teams they have across the uh, W League. Uh, there's not. A, at really any interdivisional competition. Not that Arizona has a W League team, but um, the only thing we can hope for is perhaps if the California Storm's WPSL side may happen to play against uh, FC Tucson because FC Tucson is also in the WPSL. So we'll have to cross fingers on on that. But uh, for any see any of these, it means a trip to California. Yeah, and there are a couple of Wednesday games included too, which, you know, y'all know how I feel about Wednesday games. It's a shame, right? But I understand sometimes they have to, like, have all these games. And I wish, especially considering that their season isn't all that long, that they would maybe consider doing more weekend games versus having some Wednesday games. I mean, I see it with USL Championship. They need to, you know, cram all these games, make sure they finish by, you know, November. But... With USLW, I mean, I don't know if you guys have any other insights, but I don't know why they play some Wednesday games when can, it's not a long. Can you, can you scroll to the storm schedule? Yeah. So there's the storm schedule. First, uh, sorry, I was just going to yeah. see what days they are as well. Yeah. Did so you already figure out what days they are. 
Yeah, so the Storm also has a couple of Wednesday games as well. Um, in fact, when the Stockton Cargo actually travels to play against them, it's going to be on a Wednesday. That's going to be May 24th, 7 p.m. I don't know, Sharon, if you're going to be busy that day, but if you're able to make it out there, that'd be really great for you to be able to to see that game uh, against uh, Stockton Cargo. Right. And it looks like I'll be able to go to the 521. The, I definitely want to go to 521. That's our season kickoff. kickoff. It looks like a lot of these games are very doable. And as far as picking a favorite, I'm sorry. I know Abby. We know Abby. <laughs> Guess who she plays for? She signed with the Storm. So, uh, I mean, if I had to rank them in order, well, Storm would be right up there. But you, I know you can't pick favorites. You know, we, we're trying to cultivate all of them. But Abby. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I already know when I go to games, this is what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be wearing the home jersey of the team that is playing at home, but I'll be wearing the scarf of the team that's playing away. People oh, are good. You're going to pull like, a William. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. So. You're totally going to pull a William. He did that. He would wear the Oakland Roots jersey and then the <laughs> Reno scarf at a Sac Republic match. Okay. Yeah. Basically, Five. yeah. It's, it's going to happen. William, I know you did not do that, but you know, <laughs> you, you definitely represented everybody you're an equal equal opportunity kind of sub, uh, supporter you know we love you william <laughs> oh, he knows we love him you can't yeah I, he's gonna be on the live show and i'm dar- I, i'm just bummed i won't be able to you know be on the on the live show with you guys because i william's always good for um some really good commentary oh yeah absolutely so in addition to those games, uh, Cal Storm's going to have a couple of other ones too. I think, again, different times, sometimes are earlier than others, right? You have some that are like at 2.30, others that, that are at like at 1. Uh, but they're going to be playing against Academica away at Sherlock, which should be a good one on June 10th at 7 p.m. That's on a Saturday, thankfully. And Sharon, I don't know if you have anything else planned. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, when I checked, Sac Republic doesn't play on that day or they don't play at home at least if i remember correctly and so if you can go to that game that'd be awesome you can actually you know get to experience the the sherlock stadium there i'm actually looking at my entire schedule and i don't see i i don't have an event a local event that day so it looks pretty darn doable all this all the storm games look really doable for me the home games and then the um the academic match looks doable as well. So I'll have to get all that on my calendar. The only thing that would upstage anything is the Open Cup, an Open Cup match. Ooh, yeah, especially for those Wednesday games. That's true. I could yeah. I could get in between uh, uh, that too as well. But I'm glad they, they have good Saturday games. Again, don't typically conflict with Sac Republic games. I think there's like one or two that do, but... At least the ones that I really want to go to when they play amongst our favorites, when they play amongst each other, they, they all do seem doable. And if we do go to that game on June 10th at the Academica, we'll probably do like a little live before the game just to show everyone uh, what it's like there to uh, be at Academica Field. And so y'all could see how amazing that grass really is. Like it's it's top notch. I mean, a lot of stadiums out there don't have good grass. Hardhill Park doesn't have as good of a turf as academica that's that's saying a lot already uh about um the turf there but other than that the last game they play against uh, again amongst our teams will be on july 1st cal storm visiting stockton to play against the stockton cargo and that game will be at 1 p.m and that same day sac republic will be playing we don't know exactly what time right now but i'm assuming being in the summertime They'll be playing at 8 p.m. So if y'all want to do two games in one day, you can actually travel to Stockton, watch the game, have plenty of time to go to Sacramento to be there on time for tailgating and whatnot. So that is one that, as I mentioned earlier, I'm going to be going to both games unless anything changes in between and I can't make that game. I'm going to do my best because if it's for me, right, I'm going to be driving by Stockton. It's like a stop on the way, right? And you get to watch two games. So I'm all for that. I'm glad that there was a game that was going to be played early on the same night that Sac plays. So 
great job, uh, you know, USLW for, <laughs> you know, not knowing it, but making it work for us. I may have to oh. have you pick me up if I take the train. I mean, there's a possibility I could take a, a train or, or some other public transit. And Louise, you could just bring me back through Elk Grove and I can grab my car from there. Yeah. Hey, if you want to do that, uh, go ahead and do that. I think that would be great. Uh, take advantage of that and, and I'll be there and we could we can go watch the game. Freaking long day for me, though. Yeah. That's got my wheels turning right now. I'm, I'm picturing, would it be worth it, worth it to risk flying on Allegiant? from Mesa to Stockton and then see the match in Stockton and then go up to Heart Health Park and sleep in, in Sacramento and then fly back to Phoenix out of Sacramento. That is a, qu- a quandary I'm going to have to look into tonight. That or on the way to AEW tomorrow. Okay, <laughs> y- y'all have planted some seeds uh, in, in my brain right now. So, yeah, you I'm going to have to time. think about that. You have, oh, yeah. you have time. And uh, that would be a fantastic game for us to go to, right? Not only because it's our teams too, but it is the last game of the season for them, right? So you already know if there's playoff, you know, chances on the line, it's going to be a heck of a match because they might be playing for a playoff spot by then. So by the that way, I is love, that. I love the logo, Calstorm's new logo. Oh, man, it is just so sweet. Yeah, I'm glad they incorporated Tower Bridge. It's always nice when when you see that too. And of course, they brought the storm. They kept some of the elements from the other logo, right? The lightning bolt, and yeah. it's it's awesome. That, and the, yeah, and then the bragging rights of the four stars. Woo-hoo! Yeah, you gotta more have the stars. Other, yeah. <laughs> more than any other Northern California team, I think uh, San Jose Earthquake only has two, or is it three? Um, I want to say it's three, maybe. It's three. A long yeah. time ago, though. Yeah, it's like, ooh. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Northern California, the women hit the ball harder over the fence. <laughs> Wrong sport analogy, but I don't care. <laughs> yeah, so great, great games. Uh, should be a good one, too. Cal Storm is playing over at Davis Legacy Field still, right? We, If you guys saw the post yep, yep. earlier. So, yep. Great that they're doing that, too. And if any of you missed the live show, they're also having free parking, which I have to bring it up again, right? It's such a big deal because free parking is uh, a rare breed nowadays, right? <laughs> and for all the listeners, uh, Sharon's actually showing us right now her 2023 season ticket badge with the new Storm logo, which was kind of funny, right? Because they actually sent that to you before the, the logo was revealed, right? And you kind of already had a sneak peek of like, hey, this is coming soon. <laughs> So next, uh, let's take a look at Academica. What's their schedule look like? Um, They are going to be having their home opener, not on the first week, but on the second week uh, of the USLW, May 13, when they host uh, San Francisco Glens Soccer Club. 7 p.m. is the start time for that. We mentioned earlier, when they get to play in Stockton, it'll be on May 20th at 4 p.m. And as we keep looking down the schedule for other games against our teams, they will actually be hosting Cal Storm on June 10th at 7 p.m. And last game against Stockton Cargo will be on June 28th at home this time. 7 p.m. is the start time for that. Should be a good one. We know, as we mentioned earlier, Lee and Michael have interesting banter. If you guys saw that live show, it was really awesome. I don't know what's going to come out of that, but surely... Some interesting games and a new rivalry will spark from that because it's two teams that are representing my error code here in the 209. And it'll be great. I mean, I'm really excited for those because there's something else when it comes to teams playing against each other. And I mean, I'm trying to think of like two teams from the 209 playing against each other in a soccer league. I don't know if that's happened outside of just like your like Sunday league teams, right. That are naturally going to be playing here in town, but I don't think that's really happened much. Maybe. I mean, someone might go out and like show me like, Hey, it's probably happened at some point, but it's, it's a rare thing to see happen. So y'all can understand why I'm really excited to, to see this. Yeah. I am totally here for the banter. I cannot wait to see what, what those two have up their sleeves as far as the season goes, as, as well as the, you know, the, fr- Friendly wager, friendly competition that they'll have between the two as far as defending the 209. So 
I cannot wait. They need to have a trophy, and I don't know if they're going to put it out there to get ideas for what it could be, right? But there needs to be something, and there's probably a lot of different things I could think about just here being in the Valley with all the things that we have. But that needs to happen. You know, I, I know that Academica, the men's team, they've had a trophy with uh, some of their local rivals too. So I, I think they they need to make it happen. And, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to that. I know that we have the invitation sent to us. If y'all uh, saw us on Twitter too, I think I retweeted Michael Rocha's re- retweet on us actually being out there for those games and, you know, making you know, some coverage on them. And you already know we're going to be covering any time that they play. We're going to be giving their scores. We're going to be giving our thoughts on the games that we're able to attend, we're able to see, especially, again, when our teams play against each other. We're here to talk about those games, and we'll do episodes dedicated just to those games. So, you know, we want to make sure that we give USLW coverage, and, you know, we're probably going to grow the team as well, especially for... Any fans who go to all these other games who want to hear their perspective of the games. So be on the lookout. I mean, we're really excited to be able to also showcase all of our new USLW teams and invite everyone out to games. And, you know, that's, well, that's a game where people and we there. have a really cool feature for people to drop their comments and their viewpoints in by using our website, telephone chat. So we could definitely incorporate lots of feedback and information during our podcast, even, you know, even if we can't see you at a game and get a clip from you, we can, you can just give us a clip right into our, anybody can about anything right now, go to the website and drop a clip. And, you know, if, if there's something there that we can throw up on the air, we will definitely, you know, put it on the podcast. And I think that's a real wonderful feature that we have is, you know, you don't, it's so easy to do. You know, you can even send us a, a a text message through, you know, Instagram or any kind of social media. You can so many ways to communicate and give us your ideas and get it thrown up on the pod. And, you know, for the diehard fans, man, we'd love to get you interviewed. You know, we we really do love fan engagement. So, you know, and it, it warms my heart to see you guys glom on to the women's game. And I, I for the for not to sound so ignorant, I of am of a generation that didn't, um, you know, there wasn't as much support of the women's game. Yeah, when the World Cup came around and, you know, the Women's World Cup and all of that, it was there. But to have you guys just, my heart is like exploding because it just wasn't a thing in my younger year. You know, there was no women's soccer when I went to high school and college you had to go play for club it so it's just lovely it's i love your guys's support and all of the fans that are out there right now and the managers the club managers i mean to hear the excitement of like lee nevis and and you know michael rocha it blows me away just so cool yeah it's great you know the players have more avenues now and we know we have a really strong women's national team. And I think just here in the Valley, we just didn't really have that many competitive teams, right? And yes, we have college teams and whatnot, but it's something else when you can have your own like professional team in your town or like close to your town. And to have that other avenue where it's like, okay, if you didn't make it to a WPSL team after college, you could still, you know, join USLW and still have a path to get to WPSL or to Europe, to Mexico, right? We've been seeing some women's college players making out to Mexico now too. It's awesome to see them, you know, have this avenue for them to um, continue on with their careers and not feel like, hey, I, all I could really do now is just like play rec and that's that's what it is, right? So I'm glad it's growing. I'm glad that USLW is giving the opportunity to these teams. I know, you know, distance between Sherlock and Stockton isn't that far off. So greatly appreciate that the league is like supporting talent here in the Valley as well, because I know it's easy to do in the Bay Area because sure you have San Francisco, Pleasanton, Oakdale, and a bunch of other cities that they could have teams in. But for them to actually do the investment to allow teams to join from the Valley means a lot. 
And I hope it keeps on growing. I hope we see a team in Fresno next as well, maybe in my hometown in Modesto. But uh, at least, you know, they're they're starting off uh, with a couple of good teams now. So I love the fact that there's going to be a 209 rivalry, and I can't wait to hear what they're going to call the little cup, you know, because <laughs> we used to have with with Fresno when they were in our league, we had the the 99 trophy, um, uh, Highway 99 cup or whatever we call that. I forget. That got lost. Um, no one knows where it is, but I would love to see what they come up with for the, for the 209, you know, between Stockton and Turlock. It's just going to be pretty cool. It'll probably be act themed or, I mean, it could be a cowbell again. I know that's already been used, uh, but I mean, it's, it's a thing, right? The shape might be awkward, but it wouldn't surprise me if they have something uh, like, uh, what, uh, Louisiana and Arkansas have, uh, the boot, but in this case, it would be San Joaquin and Stanislaw uh, County uh, trophy, like put put together, you know, joined at the the border. And I'm not I'm not 100 uh, percent cognizant of, of the the shape of the counties as far as that goes, because I've been used to Sacramento County and its Alaska inspired look. But <laughs> I would definitely say, well, if if you think of the archipelago yes, going no, towards the I Delta. I know exactly. I've thought of it, but you're the first person to actually, now I can't get it out of my head that, you know, that is what Sacramento, because we have that stinking little leg that hangs down. Yeah. Yeah. The Aleutian Islands. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I would definitely say there there would have to be something uh, correlated to uh, San Joaquin and Stanislaus County as far as if there was a trophy for that. And that's just my my thought anyway. There could be other things, but that's, that's the big one that pops up in my brain. I'll have to look at the map and see what the shape is too, because our, our county is all, all over the place and San Joaquin as well. I mean, it's, yeah, it, it, it's all over the place. So it could, it could be an interesting shape <laughs> when we take a look at it. But again, just hopefully something comes out of that because there's nothing better than playing for a regional trophy of sorts. And it's just a great thing for the fans to want to look forward to every time that yeah, both games going on. The Stanislaus-San Joaquin County combo, it just looks like a lump. That's it. It looks like a rock. Because, it, yeah, there's no excitement there. It's just kind of like the top two there. It just looks like a lump. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, can that idea then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But they could do something with the 209. I mean, I, I it might be a little simple just to call it the 209 Darby, but I, I don't know if there's already something else out there. I can't think of one unless it's just, again, local teams here, travel teams. But in the professional setting, I don't think there's anything quite like that. So, yeah. So I'm actually surprised, though, on the topic of playing both games between Stockton and Academica that Cal Storm is not going to be hosting Academica. They are hosting Stockton, but they're not hosting Academica. Like, isn't that kind of strange too, considering that like they have a short season, right? I mean, it goes from like May to early July. And then, you know, you add more days if there's playoffs, but I'm surprised that they're not making the trip out there when other teams are going to be making a you know much more far trip, like coming from San Francisco to, to SAC. I have, I have a thought about that. And that is that uh, Cal Storm will most likely draw a crowd. So you can't always have everything be Cal Storm centric. Somebody's got to have, you know, they've got to go away at some point to one of those two teams, you know, um, Stockton or Academica. And my hunch is it's it's a good crowd draw for, for Academica. So I don't know. I mean, Cal Storm has fans. Let's face it, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. The other, two, the other two teams are yet to develop a fan base as far as I know. So my my hunch is they had to split the valley. They had to figure a way to kind of split it. Mm. So Calstorm wasn't monopolizing all of the revenue. Uh, do a little sharesy. Oh, okay. Yeah, that that makes sense if uh, that's the way they did it too. And hopefully they continue to grow their fan base too. I mean, Academica's women's team, this is going to be their second season. And of course, we know Stockton Cargo new team for season but i really hope that they have big fan bases too i know academic on the men's side they're still working on that too you know you do go out to a game you do see crowds of like 100 people 
and that's great and all. But I think now having a women's team, uh, we should be seeing more uh, people out there as well. And Stockton, I mean, that's a big city. It's the biggest city here in the 209. And people are really loyal with their sports teams here. Just sadly, you know, they've seen a lot of teams in the past leave, right? So hopefully, you know, we see crowds at Stockton Cargo because I know that they're going to bring people out to Sacramento and even be in their first season. I will not be surprised if you see at least 20, 30 people out there supporting the team, if not more, right? But being their first season, I, I could definitely see people, you know, making the drive out to Davis because that's not that far off from Stockton, right? I mean, you just take five and you won't be, you know, in the highway for too long, right? Not more than an hour tops, right? So should be more doable for them. And hopefully they also establish a rivalry. I know we talked about academic and Stockton, but hey, Stockton and SAC, that could be a rivalry too. You have the biggest city in the 209, you know, uh, playing against, you know, a team in the capital. So get get creative, everyone, with your, like, trophies, because that could be another trophy name there too. <laughs> so that's what to expect for the three teams. Uh, go check out the full schedule in detail uh, on their websites, on their social media. They all have it posted. And like I said, tons of great games really affordable ticket prices get the season ticket membership and if you just go to one game or two games it already gets paid off right i know sharon you've mentioned it before when you compare it to sac republic games i mean you're basically paying the cost of like one game for an entire season which you know you're guaranteed to have six home games right so that's a bargain to watch so many games and you're watching a professional league that it's going to have a lot of great rivalries and awesome matchups. So re really cool stuff. I'm glad that they make them that way. And I'm glad that uh, most of these plays are going to be charging for parking. I'm not quite sure about Delta College or Stockton, but at Academica, they don't charge for parking. At Davis Legacy Fields, last we heard, they don't charge for parking. They're not going to charge, I believe, this season either. Similar situation might be with other teams as well. So a uh, huge shout out to all the different venues who allow for that because you're saving people money and guess what the money you would have spent for parking that could go towards buying food at the stadium and now you're supporting all the food vendors that are there that are trying to um you know make a living off selling food at different events so i'm just saying with a little support from these venues it goes a long way so uh it, it's really awesome that they're doing that for them all right. And speaking of parking, Sharon, I know this week you hit us with the news that we didn't want to hear. We wanted to hear like other things with the team, but we didn't quite want to hear this. But we really appreciate you telling us because we're going to have to start planning where to park now. <laughs> I know this is uh, and the, the booth is going to have to have five dollar bills handy as opposed to just breaking a 20 you know, they're, if you're just paying cash right when you come through. But I would recommend to everybody, get your season parking pass now. It went up 50% um, from last season. So if you bought the season parking pass last year for general parking, it was 8 bucks for, you know, a parking thing. It's 12 now because the booth is 15 if you just come in straight. So there were a lot of us that weren't happy because the way it was explained was simply that if you buy the parking pass, you get a 20% discount, but there was no indication that the prices had gone up. So a lot of people, when they went to buy them, were like, wait, what? No, it's not, it's 12. No, it can't be right. That's $12. It was $8 last year. How can it be 12 this year? And so a lot of us checked in with our account reps and we got the truth. So I would tell, uh, come on, Sac Republic, when you let us know that there's a 20% discount, let us know what it's on. Like, tell us, that it was $15 now and 20% applies to 15 brings it down to $12. So that was a little weird hitch. I think that they need to improve on. They need to be up front first time out the shoe. Anyhow, I don't want to dwell on it because I have one VIP ticket and <laughs> I get parking included in that, but it's an expensive ticket. So, you know, when I invite you all to sit with me in VIP, because I might have rolled some funds over and whatever. It's like, they're not cheap tickets. I get parking. Don't have to worry. Yeah, it's the least that can be done when you're paying so much, right? So I'm glad that they definitely uh, include that too. But 
Good point. I mean, you told us this. Anyone who's not a season member, you wouldn't have known otherwise. And that's why we felt like we could mention this here. And I mean, definitely try and buy the season parking pass if you're going to be going to multiple games because it, it does make a difference, right? Especially when you stack up $12, $15. I mean, $3 difference, you know, with like 10 games, that's $30 extra that could go towards food. And so uh, maybe, you know, check that out. But we do have to make it be known, right, for anyone who might not be as aware that the team actually doesn't get a lot of the revenue from parking. Most of it goes towards Cal Expo and similar situation with the food vendors, right, because a lot of people and I've heard comments as I've walked by different food trucks. I mean, people have said and rightfully so. I mean, it's true that, you know, some of the food items can be expensive and we know we all have those experience at different stadiums where they are, but sadly, it's a fee that the food vendors have to pass on because they get charged that, right? So never blame them. It's all passed through them. And it's an unfortunate thing that we'll probably have to deal with until we get our new stadium, which hopefully will be soon is what we're all hoping for because downtown would have so many more food options and would also have the opportunity for you to park in different lots choose to walk far if you want to walk far and you'll probably be paying like eight bucks parking in downtown. Yeah. And who knows, maybe once we get the new stadium, we'll start to see prices uh, come more along in the line of uh, FC Tucson. I mean, for example, the, uh, the beer that uh, some of you that watch the uh, live stream of the match uh, might've seen that was just $8 for a pint can that would probably easily go for North of 15 or $18 this coming season. But granted, different markets, different sizes, everything like that. I know, but we just want to let you know how those prices came through as far as that goes. So that way it's, there's at least some transparency in the, in the whole process. There is, there is an answer. Believe me. No, my thing is I wouldn't be surprised now that the price went up that you see local businesses and the ones I'm referring to are on the other side of the highway. Y'all probably already know if you're trying to exit through the side that takes you quicker to the freeway, I wouldn't be surprised if they start to want to make profit off that and start to say, like, if you want to park over here, we'll get you $10 parking. Don't pay 15 over there. Park over here. Yeah, it's a short walk to the stadium, but I'm not going to be surprised if we start to see, like, businesses around that area start to catch on to this and be like, hey, well, I have plenty of spots here. If you want to park here, you know, I'll give you a discount. So just saying, uh, and I probably would consider walking <laughs> i wouldn't mind walking so we'll see if that that ends up happening but for everyone else i mean try to carpool that's probably always a good idea in general to save on parking but more so this upcoming season because costs do add up and i'm sure even game ticket prices have gone up slightly too i know for the friendly game they were a little bit more pricier than they usually have been in the past for a friendly game so just a heads up i mean if you're trying to save money somewhere um, definitely go with the carpool option. All right. Well, I think it's time for everyone to listen to that intro that they heard, not in the last episode, but the episode before that, which was really awesome. So Jared, go ahead and introduce uh, your segment. From March through November, every single match is 90 minutes long at minimum. Each match full of pride, emotion, torment, power, and joy but also full of mystery. Join us as we uncover some of these USL Unsolved Mysteries. Well, we've got something special for all listeners th this time. We've actually got some updates. So we, we do have one Unsolved Mystery, but let's roll in with some of the updates uh, that we've got for you here. Now, for almost half a year, you've listened to me uh, comment about the USL Predict 6 prize pack that uh, I was selected for out of the July draw and was notified about in September. Of course, uh, those you know also that there was a lengthy delay. If it was not one thing, it was another. Ultimately, in mid-December, getting one prize pack and having it turn out to be a scarf, a hat, and a squishy, uh, a squishy ball, an anti-stress toy. And then later, I was advised that the second package would go out prior to Christmas, which turned uh, somewhere in mid-January, which ultimately led to last week. So, meeting the 
estimated retail value of the prize pack of $200, what I had received turned out to be a USL Championship size five regulation ball. At first, I was thinking the ball might have been like maybe $30, $50, maybe a little bit more expensive. But uh, thanks to some insight from Sharon and others, it turns out this ball has a retail value, at least by way of Dick Sporting Goods, of $160. So this explains why if you're at a match, you're going to see so many people anxious to call the ball back from the crowds because those suckers are not cheap, <laughs> even if it is the ones that come from Dick Sporting Goods. But this is the legit one because it actually has the USL Championship logo on the, the balls it, on the ball itself all throughout. So more than likely, if I can find a good uh, trophy case for it or something like that, I may just go ahead and inflate it and have it as uh, somewhere on the wall, something like that. So, so technically, yes, the mystery has been solved for the prize pack from the USL. And big losses of gratitude to my contact at USL, Julian. Thank you very much, Julian. You've been so very understanding and thank you again maybe we'll communicate later on in the season maybe if there's another contest also yeah the mystery of the usl broadcaster has finally been solved uh for one more season espn plus will be carrying usl championship league two league one matches at least league one matches league two i i'll have to double check on but definitely championship and League One will be with ESPN Plus for another year. This gives the league the opportunity to explore other media options. Uh, personally, I was kind of hoping for Paramount Plus, especially since uh, Paramount has been get- getting so, so many uh, soccer uh, feeds from Europe and, and otherwise. Another good option would have been perhaps uh, HBO Max, because from my understanding from Wikipedia, Turner Sports is actually going to be having the u.s open cup uh, broadcast rights so if that were to happen perhaps it might mean uh, matches available on hbo max or maybe shown randomly on tnt and tbs who knows that all starts off in april as we've seen some of the schedule for so as far as locally my understanding is Fox 40 is still going to be the local broadcast partner. So that will mean uh, broadcasting on the Fox 40 website as well as the app. Is there going to be be complaints about the broadcast? More than likely. But you know what? They had to start somewhere. And locally, it can be a bit of a drag going from between Antenna TV or Fox 40. But for those of us that are outside the uh, Sacramento Stock and Modesto market, it has been a boon because they have not been geo-blocking the app when it comes to the match. So that makes it accessible even to some of us here in rising FC territory, but 2024, we're definitely going to keep our eye out for to find out where we're going to start uh, catching these matches at. And then my, my unsolved mystery for the moment is with the Republic FC ticketing office. Now, there's been quite a few other teams that have uh, gotten their regular season tickets on sale, such as, uh, Phoenix Rising FC, who in my Quasas uh, of Gratitude you heard me talk about earlier, uh, they were able to point out to me how much season tickets uh, would be and how much regular uh, one-match uh, tickets would be as well. So it's still a good bargain. It uh, wasn't even more than $30, uh, even after fees. Granted, I know the TBB section tickets at Heart Health Park are less than that, but you know, I'm an away supporter, so... Can't really sit down with the Bandidos or uh, La Furia Roja or, or, or any or any of those uh, fine folks. But still, the fact that they have tickets available and you have other teams revealing new kits, uh, season schedules, various things. Like, like I mentioned, the Miami FC, they just barely came out with, with a, another new uh, jersey. Uh, Union Omaha, who is also going with the same kit supplier that we've chosen now. They've released their their kit, and to be honest, it's not really that bad looking. I mean, yes, the uh, the bright neon green will be visible from any highway. I don't have too many complaints about Hummel so far. My my main concern is much like anyone else that buys a kit. How is the material? Is is it a large enough size? Does it cover the spots it should? And of course, ultimately, how much are the kits going to be? We've known Nike to be 
a little bit high and kind of restricted, but then again, that's Nike as a whole. So we'll see about, about what Hummel brings. But along with those kit reveals, as well as uh, friendlies, uh, such as San Antonio FC and New Mexico, just recently announced that they'll be playing uh, friendlies against Sunderland AFC from the English Premier League. And meanwhile, from Sacramento, other than the recent signings and the, the kit sponsor, we've really not heard anything. I mean, this is this is basically where we would put the uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off clip of Bueller, Bueller, because we're not getting any news about the ticket sales. I mean, season tickets is one thing, but what about those that want the single uh, season tickets, such as this guy right here that is trying to, to process travel itineraries to come home for, for a match or, or two or who knows how long? What are the prices? When can we get the tickets on sale? So this way I can get my season lined up. June in Tampa Bay, I don't know if that's going to be happening or not. Perhaps I might go for the July 1st match, double dip, going down to Stockton for the day match, then coming up to Sacramento for the night match. And, of course, there's also the state fair ticket. So what is taking Republic FC this long? Get the tickets on sale already. We're asking the same question here, too, right? And we're only, what, two weeks and a half away from the first game, which I know it's not going to be the home opener game, but still a little surprising, right? It's like, come on. In like about a week and a half, we're going to have that last preseason home friendly game against Monterey. And we should already know, know stuff too, but watch. It always happens. Every time we record the following day, there's like a bunch of things that get dropped. So <laughs> it'll probably happen this Wednesday, really. <laughs> well, and you know, let's face it tomorrow, the team is traveling. Yeah, it's tomorrow. They're traveling down to Fresno to play friendly. And so hopefully we'll be able to have more information. One thing about the jerseys and the uniforms, I know that they were struggling to get supply. I don't think they had everything that they needed. So they probably didn't even have jerseys to sell is my hunch. Um, Because if they don't have the supply, they can't do the impressions. They can't do the, you know, patches. There's a lot that they have to hold off on. So it's a, it, it just, you know, we just have to be patient. But as far as releasing um, tickets, you know, being able to, now remember, Justin Dubois doesn't work there anymore. He's off with SeatGeek, which means that put everything on the Nick, um, the, you know, he's now managing all of that and working with Ticketmaster because they're still using Ticketmaster. That's a there's a learning curve going on there. And I'm wondering if Justin has had to reach back a little bit and help them out, you know, for getting all that stuff done. So new staff, whatever. I mean, there's going to be a little bump supply, new staff, all that. I understand it, but I mean, we should start sooner <laughs> if we knew it was going to take this long to get <laughs> stuff pooped out, you know, start sooner. Yeah, I mean, a lot of those uh, make sense uh, as far as, you know, the, the changing of uh, the guard as far as ticketing goes, supply and demand, that's really hitting everybody. I mean, not, not obviously not just uh, uh, kits. I mean, there's definitely a lot of eggs and eggs in a basket for that. But I know everybody's doing hard work, but it's just I'm doing the worst job of being patient for the new season. I'm sorry. I mean. Co-workers, family members, they they know how patient and uh, positive I, I usually tend to be. But when it comes to my Republic FC, this needs to happen like right now. So can we just have Connor Sutton wave his magic wand and make it all better? I know he doesn't listen to the podcast anymore, but I love it if he does. He's our buddy. Actually, I think he's more Luis's buddy than anybody else because <laughs> he calls him my friend <laughs> Connor if you're listening I'll bring some Scottsdale Blonde uh, on the 25th of March I'll set a couple aside for you hey bring him a smoothie I think he's more inclined for that sort of stuff you know plus we never did have our competition that's a good point hot chip challenge yeah mm-hmm. that's true <laughs> yeah 
but we need to make it happen sometime. But uh, but yeah, great stuff, Jared. Thanks for sharing those things. I'm glad you got that awesome USL official ball too. Which, by the way, I do actually have my Cruz Azul championship ball, which you guys maybe well you might not see right now because I have my camera moved here to the side. But I have it in a case that I actually got not to give them a plug, but I got to mention it from Michaels for like 20 bucks. And it's pretty decent. As you could tell, it looks like professional, like, you know, it would be worth more than that too. So definitely check them out. Sometimes they have good deals too, uh, for that ball, but I'm with you. That ball needs to be like in one of those cases, super valuable when you have, you know, match balls that, that are out there because not everyone can buy it. And that ball that you have was actually one from the 2020, 2021 season. So that's not even the one that they still use now. So even more rare, right? So great stuff. I'm glad. I'm glad that they didn't have a say in like, come on, USL. But now like, okay, it worked, USL. Thank you for listening to <laughs> the email. And I'm glad that word got out that, you know, you didn't actually give out the prize that you were supposed to give out. So cool stuff. Well, Last thing here uh, for everyone, if you're listening to the show before Sunday, the 26th, great news. This Sunday, we're actually going to be having on the show our favorite podcast magic, Billion Vichev. It's going to be a live show. It's going to be our first live show for 2023, which we're really excited about. And we're going to be talking about all things Fuego, what to expect this season. How did tomorrow's match against Republic, how did that go too? We'll see uh, what his insights are on that. And so definitely catch the show again this Sunday, February 26th at 6.30 p.m. is the start time. You can catch it on our Facebook, our YouTube, and also on the Twitter page. But if you want to join in on the conversation by leaving your comments, you can only do so on Facebook and YouTube. I don't believe you could do it still on Twitter. I don't know if that's changed, but be on the safe side. Just hop on one of the other two platforms if you wish to leave a comment. And uh, we'll read your comments there. If you have any questions for Villian or just want to make any commentary on the season, feel free to uh, leave your comment on there. So should be a great one. We're really excited to be back on doing live shows and we're probably going to be doing more of those too. So follow the social medias at State Republic 12, uh, wherever you check your social media pages at. And we'll get more updates on future live shows. So cool. Well, Sharon, Jared, any last final party words before we say goodnight? Go Central Valley, all the soccer, all the soccer. Go, just go. I mean, got so many things going on right now. I I don't know how I'm going to keep it straight. And I'm glad, Luis, that you and Jared are younger than I am. Because literally, it's like, okay, here's what we're going to do now. I appreciate you. Thank you. Go Republic. Oh, uh, it's it's definitely going to be a busy, busy time for Central Valley soccer this year. I mean, not just for Republic, but, you know, the, the new kids on the block, so to speak. You know, the California Storm, Academica SC, Stockton Cargo. You know you got support here in the desert. So once once I get the uh, last bit of uh, merchandise from Academica, I'm sure that's going to be... Uh, hung up uh, as well so that'll complete the trifecta on the scarf wall so stay tuned for that and once again go republic let's get them tickets going (laughs) and my my last thing here on the episode is go buy merchandise from all these uslw teams uh, buy their tickets support them start putting it on your calendar what games you'll go to Well, once again, thank you so much, everyone, for your support of the show, for listening to the show. And again, you can catch us this Sunday with our Fuego 2023 show with our special guest, Bjorn Vija, Podcast Magic, at 6.30 p.m. We hope to see you there with your commentary as well. But for now, have a great night, and we'll see you next week here on State of the Republic Podcast. And cue the music. All right, everyone, thank you so much for listening to the show tonight. Again, catch us this Sunday at 6.30 p.m. with our special guest, Bjorn Vichev, on Fresno. I was going to say Fresno Fuego. I always do that, too. It's, uh, that name has- and you called me Shirley. Sorry. Wait, Shirley? You didn't. You, didn't. you had the word <laughs> Shirley. Like... You said the word Shirley earlier. 
and I was oh, okay. gonna try to pop in, but I can't get, like get in there Wait. without interrupting you and having anyhow. Wait, so, I, I said Shirley. You said Shirley. You said it like in the term of Shirley. We have to. Oh, okay, okay. I was Stop like, calling me Shirley. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, well, I don't know any like I don't know anyone personally with the name of like Shirley. Why would I like say no, that? No, 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 no. It's a it's an old lady, <laughs> old person's joke. Anyhow. Okay. All right. Let me let me redo that part again too. Yeah, you need to say Central Valley Fuego, not Fresno Fuego. I've made that mistake a million times, and you guys have been really kind <laughs> in not like catching me on it. So, yeah. Here we go. As well as Golasso's. I mean, why am I saying Golasso gratitude? That's not the beginning. <laughs> Let me change that. Pretty sneaky, Lee.